should we touch on the genitals? And uh, I am Brian. Yeah, we have Brian here. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, we announced that we have our own little character, Nympho-chan. And who better to, to come on the podcast after that than Brian, who will be drawing her. Um, yep. Yeah, you're yep. going to take my sweet baby child and uh -huh. loot her up. Uh, I guess, yeah. We'll see. Uh, might do some pinup stuff. I'm not too sure about... Uh, maybe a little more classy. Yeah, classy, yeah. yeah. Something very risque, but... Yeah, genitalia is kind of hard to draw. It is. It's yeah. a lot of like twists and folds and. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could get better doing that, but we all could. Could, yeah. It's just, um, it's like, you know, it's easy to draw hands to practice because you mm -hmm. can use your hand, but yeah. like, you know, genitalia practicing with uh, yeah. live modeling is a little harder. Oh, uh, yeah, a lot more difficult. Yeah, and every that's the one thing everyone like avoids in art class. They're like mm -hmm. always just they draw a block or something yeah, and, or and like blush. Some, some uh, whitey tighties. Yeah, and they'll yeah. just put like shadow on the nude model. It's like they're right there. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Anyways, yes, Brian here, wonderful, amazing, talented artist. Um, before we go further in, do you want to let people know where to find you so they can stalk you while listening to your sweet melodelic voice <laughs> carry them over? Yeah, you could follow me on Instagram, bm underscore fightyboy underscore art. And uh, that's where I post my, uh, I guess just whatever I'm working on, anime yeah. stuff. I'll do some... Uh, sexy pinup stuff and then I'll get tired of that and then I'll do some like not sexy stuff more like uh just like drawings yeah you know? different but diversity you'll see a lot of drawings of a uh, lane just because it's my favorite anime and it's fun lane? to draw lane yeah it's a night it's uh from the 90s uh, 98 oh it's a very uh avant-garde um one of the like I guess greatest animes considered mm. And, uh, yeah, but just, uh, drawing her, her eyes and her hair, just really interesting to draw. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of like a style that I wanted to shape my style around. Just because yeah. it's a very, like, grungy, kind of, like, scratchy, you know, type of, uh, look to it. And I always liked that. I remember seeing it at, uh, Blockbuster back when <laughs> I was younger. That's an old sentence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I just aged myself. Um... But yeah, it's uh, I remember seeing it there and wondering what it was about. I didn't watch it until a couple years back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just it's just a very nostalgic uh, art style for me. Just yeah, just mainly the style clutch, yeah. like grabbed onto you first, yeah. and then I think that evolved. was the first time I, I kind of saw like a more grittier anime style. Cause before that, I saw like Pokemon, Sailor Moon, <laughs> more. more cute, polished yeah, kind of more stuff. more nicer, colorful. Where this was like all grungy and like gray skies and like yeah. a very surreal uh oh what's the word a uh, sonin like uh the serious uh anime yeah or manga which style. was rare back in the 90s like mm -hmm. as anime kind of first started making its like american presence mm -hmm. um it really had to go to the kids first because mm -hmm. that's the thing about american culture is like adults didn't watch cartoons back oh, then yeah. you know and anime had adult and children like audience you know for stuff because in japan it's just their form of animation mm -hmm. and so yeah that was really rare in america and um 
I remember, I think Cowboy Bebop was, like, the first time I saw, like, something that was anime that wasn't mm-hmm. for kids. Which is a little bit more basic, because, like, I, yeah. I just saw it on Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. I'm like, this is amazing! Yeah. <laughs> but um, it sounds like you, you took a, more of a quest and, and found it at the, the holy grail of Blockbuster. Yeah. Early on. <laughs> it was just on the back wall. I was like, what's that? But, uh, yeah. Uh, you'll find some... Uh, Whatever I feel like drawing. Yeah. And uh, but you'll see some nymphomercial related stuff coming up soon. It's because you know I'm gonna help out with the uh, art aspect. Yeah. You know, so. You'll be able to find Brian's links like down in the little bio of this mm-hmm. episode. Unless you're on Spotify, they don't allow links. So oh, really? yeah, it's done. Um, just you know, go to nymphomercial stuff yeah. like Twitter and Instagram, just at nymphomercial, and we'll have them linked there. Mm-hmm. Um, you're one of like the six people we follow on Instagram, so it's not oh, really? hard to find you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're highlighted, royalty even. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what have you brought for us today? Uh, I just thought I'd bring some uh, lewd art. Yeah. To discuss, just because, uh, you know, I notice you do video game reviews. Manga. Or manga, yeah, and then yeah. Aaron, she does the. Aaron does the animation and the sometimes video games. Oh, okay, that's what um, it is. They're a little harder to get to though for her video because you have to like beat them. Oh yeah. To review through it, so so yeah. Lately, it's just been animation and manga. Okay. And so now you're 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 turning up the table once more, bringing yeah. something a little new. Thought I'd uh, switch it up a bit and bring in uh, like artwork pieces, I guess you know just images that aren't part of a a continuous story or like yeah. a, a manga or anything like that something more to yeah. highlight an artist or mm-hmm. just the piece itself yeah just like a single yeah work of art just frame it all by yeah. itself put yep. the spotlight on on one just sexy picture mm-hmm. and i brought three uh arts or works from uh three different artists so one each okay and the first one uh i can't say the name uh, Kerunoburogu. All right. How do you yeah. spell that? <laughs> uh, it's K-A-I-R-U-N-O-B-U-R-O-G-U. Okay. And knowing your social media presence, all of these people will be on Instagram, I'm guessing? At uh, least some of their censored content? Not entirely sure. I know that the... Second one probably is on okay. Instagram, but we'll these find other them. Ones, yeah, we'll second find their social is, media. Second one is the one that, uh, you know, uh, a little bit more. I guess they have more content that's Instagram friendly, but yeah, yeah Instagram but sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, they've been uh, bringing down the the thunder on people. That, yeah, my friend posted a picture of her mouth, and it got content banned. Mm. So. <laughs> Been a sexy mouth. I guess so. <laughs> Just too lewd of a mouth hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, tell us about this artist um, uh, yeah. and and this work also. This first artist, uh, yeah, I, I noticed that they have very very good uh, coloring. Very good. Uh, I don't even think they have lines. They just. Yeah, it's it's like full rendering. It's, yeah, full... it's using natural shadows to do mm-hmm. line. No, like black line work or mm. anything if anything it's the darkest uh, shade of the color so like the skin you see it's a really really dark yeah like reddish yeah i guess uh there are some like emphasis emphasizing lines that really just are using the the, the surrounding colors mm-hmm. but might not be in there in real life 
Yeah. Um, which kind of gives it this like, uh, like realistic coloring, but still anime style. Because mm-hmm. kind of like how uh, I forget what the term is called, but we learned it. Oh, learning how to do um, lighting for three D modeling, like skin. like cell shading. No, for skin. Like oh. you know the 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 light on like the edge of like oh how it like is transparent a little yeah. bit yeah like that red um, that redness on like the mm-hmm. edge of your nose if you have like yeah light coming from one edge or one a one yeah because like your your skin is thin enough that the lowest wavelength which is red can mm-hmm. pass through your skin and that's why sometimes people like shine a light to their hand mm-hmm. and they're like oh it's red because of blood that's not what it is mm-hmm. it's red because that's the lowest wavelength mm-hmm. and it's passing through and so yeah th- this is just science they're just yeah. using the red light that's coming through the top of her breast to make mm-hmm. this outline <laughs> basically and that's yeah. kind of how it gives it that poppiness yeah it has a... it's not so much about shading as it is about uh like tones and color because yeah you know that's what makes a picture pop because yeah. you can see that there's like highlights in the shadows mm-hmm. of like uh more color because the top part of uh shoto's yeah arm it's very tan up there yeah and but then you see the shading and it's more like pink Mm-hmm. Like, it has this, like, redness to this, like, an intensity, kind of. Yeah, rather than just, like, muting the colors, they have, like, made the colors cooler to shade. And so mm-hmm. it's this saturated shadow. They, yeah, they, there's more saturation yeah. in the shadow. They definitely, like, they don't just, like, use the, like, darken or multiply tool to do their sh- shading. That's, mm-hmm. like, actually part of the coloring process. You can tell by them. It's it's very natural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing is that they... Uh, play with highlights a lot more than most people do you know they they have smaller highlights in very key places mm-hmm. and gradiented highlights just to bring subtle areas like you can really see the um, shin of her her leg there mm-hmm. like where it is in contrast to like the the muscle of the calf yeah. from the front which you know isn't something easy to pull off but mm-hmm. yeah you know that's why just, I don't draw feet yeah I stop at like above the knee yeah the, <laughs> above the knee that's that's where like the easier like meaty parts are but once you get below the knee the the way the bones interact with uh the fat is a, a little tricky yeah it gets very uh, tendony and mm-hmm. uh, like joiny so like it's a very peculiar place yeah to learn how to draw they, they also have her hand and her butt interacting with the cloth of the table that yeah. she is being fucked on yeah. which is very um, oh, extra. you didn't say who the characters were. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, go. Uh, these yeah. are adult versions of yeah, some... Uh, of uh, Momo. Yeah. From My Hero Academia mm-hmm. and... Uh, what's his name again? Uh, Shoto, Shoto, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we, like, you it's don't really see him. Yeah. You see the bracelet he wears mm-hmm. um, and his, his trademark blue shirt. Um, but we've never seen his dick in the anime or manga. Yeah, true. So we can only, which we shouldn't, because there are kids in that. That's true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, so so they're having sex. You, you mainly just see Momo taking up most of it, and then it's just his arm holding one of her shoulders and his, his penis kind of like coming in. her shoulder, her neck. Yeah. Just... In a very supportive way. Yeah, yeah. he's really giving her emotional support through mm-hmm. this. But she is on a table with a red cloth, and uh, there's shading all over the cloth, but there's, like, uh, some wrinkles from, like, what's going on, but not, like, over the top, just very natural. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. 
such a flex. Cause like he could have drawn this happening on like a stone slab or just like a wooden like table. table or something like that, yeah. But no, like he went the extra way brought the maturity of the the drapery over a table yeah brought some uh twin peaks and just like i'm gonna put a, a red cloth right here and yeah um i guess maybe to complement her outfit um but they're like different shades of red just mm -hmm. to show his understanding of like different hues and mm -hmm. stuff um but yeah it's, it's just very high detail and like extra work mm -hmm. just to make the scene more alive i guess yeah um, you know, any place you look on the bodies, there there's detail, and then like even what they're interacting with the surface they're on, there's detail. Com in contrast to the background, which isn't just plain white, you can see some like shading. Yeah. It's it's blurred out in the background, but like you can see there's something there, but it's mm -hmm. simplified. So that contrast of detail really helps bring things to the yeah, foreground. Especially the blur. Yeah, that focus. depth of yeah. field. And then also the artist doesn't have to leave. If they're not good at backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, although I'm willing to bet this person would be good. At them. Oh yeah. They I, have a. Uh, I think. Oh, have uh, you seen some of their other stuff? Do they usually avoid backgrounds? Uh, no, not like they think about. It. There's. They have a couple where they have good backgrounds. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen everything for this person, but uh, I particularly like the way that they draw the mouth. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very good mouth. It's very. Uh, what would you say? Very. Uh, Expressive gesture, especially like the the part of the lip that kind of comes down from like the crack or the corner. Yeah, it's very you know lustrous. Yeah, it it's pushing the shape a little bit more mm -hmm. than reality just to get that expression there, mm -hmm. but it's still very grounded in realism. Mm -hmm. um, Same thing with the eyes. The eyes are. Yeah, uh, something they they did here is there's like wrinkles around the brow. Mm -hmm. to to show uh you know like a strained um gesture of the face mm -hmm. like it's not like something more than just a relaxed day of the face mm -hmm. but a lot of times that what's really hard with art uh, that i've noticed is like if you add wrinkles you start to make your characters look older you know because yeah. it's so easy to interpret that as age but they managed to not do that here they they said it in a very realistic way that still implies like the face um mm -hmm. being very exaggerated but doesn't look like mm -hmm. you know she's you know middle-aged mm -hmm. or anything the thing about the that that i learned is uh the darkness of the wrinkles mm -hmm. so like say like uh if someone's cracking a smile you know between like the side of the lip and like the nose yeah I the I forgot what it's called the, the muzzle rock. crease yeah I don't know. <laughs> like uh, that is tricky sometimes just because uh if you do it if it's too long and too like dark it looks like it's an old person. Yeah, it looks but if it's aged. kind of like a little light, like stroke, and you know, you mm -hmm. kind of erase it a little bit. Like uh, you see, like like you said, the eyebrow. Yeah, it's kind of like a more of a gray, like a yeah. shadow than like a dark, deep shadow. Mm -hmm. That's There's... what gives it that you know that youth, that lightness. Yeah, know? it's just playing with color to do a, a subtle shading to have it there, but very subtle. You know, it's not super heavy. To whereas, like in line art, if that was there, it would definitely imply age. Mm -hmm. But but here, because it's it's part of the shading, it just looks more natural. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing I wanted to touch up on was how clean the just overall work is, because you see, like, you know, it doesn't look like there's any like mistakes, anything that like needs to be erased. Like all the edges are 
everything's little, fine, you know? Yeah, everything's been polished, sounded yeah. down, you know? There's no, like, sketchy lines that are hanging mm -hmm. loose or anything. Yeah, or colors exceeding their boundaries. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for the most part. Oh, and also this person's really good at drawing feet. I remember we kind of discussed yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they even have, like, um, not, not just shading, but some of, like, the darker skin tone on the feet to imply, like, callous like you know mm -hmm. feet have darker areas because they're they're so worked on it's hard to show that when you also need to shade because you know you're both require being a little bit darker mm -hmm. but there's different ways of doing it and this artist has mastered mm -hmm. that though like the method between that is uh making like a, a layer because uh basically where you want like the redness that's all like the fatty meaty parts mm -hmm. so like the cheeks would have more redness her breasts have more redness her thighs, the bottom of her feet, you know, uh, part of the shin, I guess, but the part that's farthest from the bone, yeah, like meaty parts, kind of like uh, baggy, that's where you'd put some, you know, red kind of like highlights. A little bit like blush, right? Kind of like blush, yeah. yeah. And uh, it gives the impression of skin. Yeah. And it helps make it believable. Yeah, also yeah. the way you can round the shape of that blush can help bring that three dimension mm -hmm. into it, you know, in, in like a part that would seem flat otherwise, because say there may not be shading to show like roundness. Yeah. You can bring the roundness in without like blush and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, should we touch on the genitals? Cause they're present yes. and they have a lot of detail on them. Oh yeah. So Same genitals. Best for last. Yep. Very uh, warpy, very squishy, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, the, especially the highlights, which imply wetness. Yeah, the, and, there's some subtle wetness highlight, mm -hmm. but also you can tell what's different between wet and then highlight from like taunt skin on a penis. Yeah, because uh, part of making something appear like, like you said, her shin, it's white. Mm -hmm. But it's not a complete white, you yeah. know. It just Whereas right here, it's like it's like little white specks. Like that's moisture. Mm -hmm. That's you know liquid. The the idea of contrast. Somewhere in the picture, you should have an absolute black, mm -hmm. and somewhere in the picture, you should have an absolute white, and mm -hmm. then really divide their grayscale. So you you use every type of highlight and different contrast, mm -hmm. and that way you can imply like this is very smooth and glossy. Mm -hmm to really show like the highlight of liquid or very taut tight skin mm -hmm. and yeah they've, they've definitely mastered that here they know exactly where to save the brightest highlights mm -hmm. for and given that the nature that this is erotic art it really helps draw the eye mm -hmm. to the genitals even though compositionally wise it's a very small part you mm -hmm. know that the genital area is like smaller than her head mm -hmm. or like even her foot is almost the same size mm -hmm. but because of the shading it, it draws it in a little bit more yeah and like you said the absolute black is at the spot where they decided to flex yeah the the cloth, <laughs> the cloth yeah. yeah it's part of it where it just folds over there's like no mm -hmm. light that can get to it. it's a thick cloth and it's being shadowed by her and it's self folding over and so that's its darkest point Yep. Um, and that's close to the the sex area. Mm -hmm. um, you can also see where like some of the like bodily fluids have soaked into mm -hmm. the the cloth. And... Oh, actually, not yet, because you can see how it looks like it's kind of built up. Yeah, it's a little bit built up. I think you can see part of it has soaked in a little bit because yeah. you're seeing some of that like red in some parts of it come up. But mm -hmm. as it goes further, it hasn't quite soaked in yet, so it's 
more mm-hmm. opaque. Yeah. I think what you're getting at, if we draw like the Fibonacci sequence over this, you know, it kind of goes into spiral, you know? Yeah, you, you really do have the um, this like empty space that's relaxing on the eye and then it goes into her face. And then you've got this strong highlight on her leg that is surrounded by two parallel shadows, one from the lower end of her bone, mm-hmm. another from just the the outline of her calf that brings you sh- down to the bottom right, mm-hmm. brings you to this detailed foot, and then a lot brighter and more contrasting different skin tones that bring you to the genitals. Yep. Um, it's... It, they weren't just placed here. It wasn't like, no. what if two people had sex like this? It yeah. it was compositionally thought out. You can tell this person used thumbnails mm-hmm. and figured stuff out. Um, something that's really interesting when you've been looking at um, hentai, and people, some people like to only use hentai as a Japanese like lewd art mm-hmm. like term, and if anything's from a Western artist regardless of style sometimes they'll say it's not hentai or maybe if it's a western artist and it is in an anime style they will say it's hentai Mm -hmm. the definition varies from person to person but what is interesting is people um that are more in tune with japanese culture so Mm -hmm. like they speak or write in japanese versus speak and write in english Mm -hmm. mostly write i guess speaking doesn't have to do with it um it dictates how we think of composition because you know, in English, you write left to right, top to bottom. Yeah. And in other languages, you don't. And because writing and reading is such a strong part of how our brains work, depending on our first language, we view art in a very similar way. Um, and so that Fibonacci sequence you talk about, uh, it starts at the top right, mm-hmm. but it's not till the furthest arching left spot that yeah. English speaker or writers don't tend to, that's where it grabs their attention. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the necessary like ethnicity or like cultural background of this artist, but that's where this composition really begins. Because mm-hmm. at the top right is a blank empty spot. It's the furthest left piece that is the first thing that you see which is the face that grabs your attention and then everything the rest on that spiral brings you slower down and then spiraling spiraling around into the sex Mm, yes it's a true true work of art true testament yeah Yeah, um (laughs) you know really speaks to the english writing compositional theory Mm -hmm. um but i i just feel like it probably speaks to other type of like compositionally um like orientated brains and stuff in different cultures just Mm -hmm. because it's using that Fibonacci sequence which isn't limited to how you think because of reading and writing but more so just geometry which is so embedded into nature it just works for everybody Mm -hmm. true you ever think you'd sit here and like analyze erotic media this much Nope. <laughs> Compare it to geometric terms and like nature and brain science. Because mm-hmm. um, if you told me like a year ago I would do this, I would not believe you. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, I don't know. I think it's it's just like a trend that's kind of growing because I've noticed a lot of artists that I followed over the years on uh, like DeviantArt. Uh, like a couple years back, they just started starting Patreons and doing a uh, erotic art. Yeah. Like, um, and, uh, well, I guess, you know, it's just, I guess it sells. 
it sells definitely because these artists they have to make some money mm-hmm. and you know what better way to you know make some money than promise some extra stuff on the side i i feel like there's a a few things that like lean towards it um you know there's the fact that it sells there's the fact that people might be curious to draw it anyways but they have mm-hmm. to put it on a different platform than their usual fan base because sometimes it divides your fan base and you don't want to do that yeah it's true um you know the there's that there's just the fact that like drawing erotic stuff really is good practice mm-hmm. and that's actually how it got into erotic art I explained this like two episodes ago but mm-hmm. just you know people who are drawing erotic things are pushing poses they're mm-hmm. pushing camera angles they're you know pushing like you know different ideas of like skin texture because like yeah maybe your skin looks like this in one way but when you're like doing something that's like sexually driven <laughs> like you know if, if, if something's flopping around yeah gonna... <laughs> but i mean like if you're horny if the character's horny like they're going to have blushes in different parts yeah. of their body because of it and so it just it pushes um your knowledge by practicing such different stuff mm-hmm. and so that's why i think like people who start with erotic art earlier than later tend to develop their skills faster mm-hmm. in a more well-rounded way mm-hmm. you know because i've seen a lot of artists that become good at um proportions which is one of the most important parts but they still can't push poses and angles mm-hmm. and that's because they they focused on learning one aspect right off the get-go anatomy and proportions but they didn't learn everything their whole journey through and yeah. now they have to learn that on top of stuff but people who start with erotic stuff they just are learning a little bit of everything and there's also that pressure of learning because mm-hmm. like you know if you're doing like a web comic you can start with bad art you know look at yeah. questionable content it's been going i think 10 years now the art was terrible mm-hmm. and now it's good and it tells the story just as well no matter what mm-hmm. uh, but with erotic stuff like if you can't draw well and it's trying to make people like turned on it's not going to work (laughs) it's going to be more disturbing than anything else yeah (laughs) you you know you're not going to like look at it and be like oh yeah yeah (laughs) not like going jack off to a stick figure yeah (laughs) um so you have to get like to a certain skill level for Mm -hmm. the most part Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of different people out there Mm -hmm. some people might like it some people like sonic the hedgehog art for Mm -hmm. erotic stuff you know every type but for the majority, you have to get to a certain level of understanding of anatomy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the pressure of like, it's only good till you get there in, in the, a certain people's mindsets yeah. pushes them further faster. True. So uh, you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's right. let's get uh, to the next. So just scroll? Uh, yeah, we can actually just, well, no, I guess I don't know how to use my computer. All right, this next artist is uh, Sexy Robots. And, uh, yeah, this is one of the artists that I saw their stuff on DeviantArt. And I'm like, oh, this person draws some uh, voluptuous characters. And then, uh, lo and behold, you know, they have uh, erotic work. Uh, but they're one that I decided to uh, choose just because uh, they're very good at making things look squishy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Which in erotic art is definitely uh, a plus. Oh, yeah, a plus. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're drawing more busty women. Mm-hmm. That that squishiness mm-hmm. is is good to show realism yeah uh yeah so who do we have here uh yeah this is a uh illustration of tifa L- lockhart? lockhart lockhart yeah from a 
the only Final Fantasy game that matters? Uh, <laughs> no, that's not true. Final okay. Fantasy twelve is very good. Thank you very oh, okay. much. <laughs> I'm not a fan, so I'm just. Oh, okay. I'm just assuming. I'm just jumping on the bandwagon. Uh, no, Final Fantasy seven is definitely the biggest mm-hmm. of them. Um, a lot of people like ten. Ten's okay. I enjoyed it. Twelve was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Tifa is definitely the most well-known fantasy character, Final Fantasy character, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got her. I believe this is her original design with just the white tank top. Um, the like. The straps. The straps. The the red glove. Because she's gone through some different iterations. Mm-hmm. Her Everett Children one was very basic, like black mm-hmm. dress. Her new one has a black tank top under a white shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think this is classic Tiffa. Yeah. Um, the main difference is that her breasts are a lot bigger. Much bigger. Um, <laughs> way bigger than her head. And you don't see this with artists that are so realistic where they're a, a larger proportion. Like mm-hmm. this is like women like this have they're they're there they're yeah, exist. They exist i've seen bodies like this mm-hmm. it's just not a common body type for women to be so busty on such a small frame mm-hmm. um and so sometimes like when you see anime girls with like giant titties mm-hmm. you're like that's not real yeah but when you get to see it in a style this realistic it grounds it more mm-hmm. but uh yeah she's uh should we describe the event or not the events but the actions yeah the- yeah what's our our sequence of uh exercise <laughs> i don't know yeah. what i'm saying uh, well she's uh laying on the bed and it's i guess from the viewpoint of the male and uh you know he's uh getting a boob job from her yeah and, um, uh, you know she's got her finger on her lip it looks like she's enjoying it she looks very you know relaxed and uh him he looks you know like he's uh, going at it yeah what's interesting about this is it's not doing ahego um in fact if you crop it in half it almost looks like just a, a pinup like you, yeah. she has her arm lifted above her with the the forearm reaching back in a very like framing of her face way and then her fingers on her lip pulling it down with her hand very relaxed mm-hmm. and her eyes are very like regal looking mm-hmm. and um the style is almost like a mix of oil painting but with like almost sketched line art in some areas yeah, because the, there's the shadows in the blacks yeah the, especially down where his uh hip or the it's like thigh the thigh is hitting her breast you can see like little motion uh i guess uh yeah like motion smears yeah yeah which is rare i've never seen such a realistic style have smears in it Mm -hmm. um and what i mean by this is like um with some of the shading and why it looks so oil painted to me is some of the shading on like the pillows are shaded but the very edge of the shadow is darker which Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily realism but it's like um Almost the opposite of, or not the opposite, but just like Thinebird. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pronouncing that right. The guy who painted cakes in a row, and he'd do these shadows, except he'd use um, an orange highlight around blue shadows for contrast, where this artist is just using a darker color of the shadow just around the shadow to really add weight to it. And then just around the shadow is the highlight of the pillow, and then it gradually shades as it goes on. And so it just has this style that looks like it was painted with oils. Like it just no other way mm-hmm. 
you you can interpret it i don't think even though it's clearly digital yeah the lighting is very uh there's a lot going on because there's shadows being cast by her hair there's you know hard shadows of stuff out of frame affecting Mm -hmm. the picture so it looks like there's more going on outside than what we're actually seeing because you see right here on her arm there's like a little yeah, there's a hard shadow um, right on her forearm, and on her breast, there's also a hard shadow, and you can tell mm-hmm. there's, I think that's like a windowsill, maybe? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it gives it like more atmosphere. Yeah. That, that's what it is, atmosphere. You can it's t- very, you know, like, and you can see maybe what time of day it is. It might be like dusk. Yeah, no? the sun is either just rising or starting to set because where the brightest highlights are are coming from an angle that are clearly like you could see the sun through the window so it's mm-hmm. not above your your housing it is low enough to the horizon mm-hmm. that it's coming through the window and that's why on her left or well her right breast there's such a strong highlight i think mm-hmm. or maybe it's just above the window and that's why it's not a pure white mm-hmm. highlight yeah but I'm, you know, you can tell that this probably was really um, crafted from a reference, like one main reference mm-hmm. for lighting and everything. Um, I mean, maybe not. There's some insanely good artists out there that can just bust out the absolute realism. But I find it impossible that there wasn't like heavy reference use for this mm-hmm. line because, like, just the highlights on the shaded side of her face mm-hmm. are so realistic. You know, yeah. the, the depths there's, of shadow there. There's always going to be bouncing light on mm-hmm. the, the part where the light isn't hitting. Yeah. So you're going to have, like, the core, but then on uh, the side of the core opposite to where the highlight's from, the, the spotlight's coming, there's always going to be some light bouncing back. Mm-hmm. And that gives drawings uh, more, uh, more pop. Yeah, the terms because you can see right here in her arm, it's dark right there, kind of in the center. But then right here, there's like a little uh, bounce light from her breast. Yeah, and that's basically what makes uh, the lighting more realistic, even if it's not completely accurate. Yeah, it gives the illusion of real lighting because there's light bouncing. Your your brain everywhere. Yeah, your brain understands how real light works. So if you can mimic techniques of real life, even in places that aren't ne- necessarily accurate for how strong that is, mm-hmm. your brain starts interpreting it as more realistic. The biggest thing about when you're painting, and, and this extends to all art, but this is mainly in painting, I think, is when you're looking at a reference, you're not always just copying to be the most realistic. Mm-hmm. You're doing what, for the piece itself, looks best and that's why realism painting sometimes has higher value than just taking a photo because Mm -hmm. sometimes there's tricks to make it different than realism but still like pop out more Mm -hmm. by doing these fake things but they're grounded with such realistic techniques that the brain can't tell that that's not how it would work Mm -hmm. um yeah you you can tell by like the glossiness of highlights in certain areas and shadows in certain areas like the texture of different skin um like you can see that her her neck you know is oh yeah the muscle like yeah. the muscle but it's very smooth and tighter skin mm-hmm. than like what might be over her arm mm-hmm. um you can tell that the like the breasts um have like a, a smoother skin mm-hmm. and yeah the nips yeah the, the a bit more the, pink than 
rest of the body. It's another thing, yeah. the different parts of the body that, like the lips, a little bit more reddish, pinkish. Yeah, they're very natural colored lips, you know, like mm -hmm. a, it's a nude skin tone lip, mm -hmm. but it's different than the rest of her face, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, some artists really have to rely on going to like red lips. Yeah, lipstick or something like that. Yeah, just to, to show the distinction there. But this artist is really able to keep it very close to the original skin tone while still pushing that it is different. Mm -hmm. Another thing I've seen is a lot of artists tend to only think of the lips as the colored part mm -hmm. and that that's where the meat is. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is like the lips actually still are coming up and forward even past where the color is. Like on the top of the lip, mm -hmm. you, you have more meat and then just underneath um, your bottom lip, there's more. And this artist is pushing that. Mm -hmm. uh, they're very good lips. And uh, also, oh, we didn't talk about the hair in the last one, but yeah, the highlights, you can see the top, it's more orange reddish so you're getting more of a sunlight mm -hmm. so that's how you know it's sun and not like you know a, a, a artificial yeah light. yeah and then the rest kind of a little bit more white just because it's kind of diluted mm -hmm. but uh yeah the highlights on the hair is another thing that you know makes something pop and it's kind of like i feel hair is tricky especially for me too just because you know it's just like a bunch of strands but you have yeah. to make it look like it's a bunch of strands but not put in too much work to draw every single one. Yeah, because, you know, as an artist, you have to find sheets, and mm -hmm. it's really hard. And sometimes even it's just style. Like, if you put too much detail in the hair, it doesn't match with everything else. Mm -hmm. um, have you seen the new Animal Crossing game? Mm -mm. Animal Crossing New Leaf, or not New Leaf, New Horizon has done this thing where the hair actually looks like it has strands, and it's shading, and it's moving with the light, uh -huh. even though the characters are really chibi. And I like it, but it, it looks a little weird sometimes. Okay. And Kind of like the Pokemon in the live-action movie, the fur. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes depending on, like, where you choose your realism, mm -hmm. it, it clashes. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes you, you really have to, like, find that balance when it comes to hair. Because that highlight really makes it pop. But if you do too much, it might be, like, too realistic of hair compared to everything else. Mm -hmm. I mean, this artist is just going realistic everywhere. Like, it, it's just all focusing on a lot of realism. Oh, um, this is actually, oh, it's actually a large foul. Yeah, it's a very large picture. So that's how picture. they get all detail, yeah. Um, and, you know, when you do zoom in on this picture, it, it looks very, like, oil painted and has sketchy, a lot of realistic. Yeah. But, the yeah, the lines tend to be really sketchy and loose. Yeah, once you get closer, you can see, like, yeah, you can see more, like, the sketchiness to it. Yeah, but then once you back up, you look at it as like a whole. Yeah, like yeah. a Monet, you know, Monet, stepping yeah. back, things come together in an unexpected way. Because you don't really see this like sketchy, loose, messy part of it, mm -hmm. essentially, when you look at it as a whole. But when you zoom in, it's kind of like impressive. You're like, how is that there? Mm -hmm. And it looks this clean otherwise. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a definite contrast of like realism and style that is only apparent as you zoom in and out mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of unique stuff in this this person's work you know like i said motion blurs and something so realistic isn't very common um these proportions in such a realistic style isn't very common mm -hmm. 
And yeah, the, the lighting's phenomenal. Like you said, the highlights on the top of that head have that orange. Highlights are something that mm -hmm. color-wise, I feel like a lot of people get off. I've seen tons and tons of artists put a shading tutorial out there and they're just like, draw your picture, then put a layer on it and then draw with like black and hit the like filter to multiply. I'm like, no, mm -hmm. that's the worst. Like, cause you're, when you think of real life, like, and you're looking at a leaf, it's green. And when you're looking at a leaf under shadow, it's not like green with dark over it. Uh -huh. It's less green light being reflected to your eye. So mm -hmm. in painting with your um, subtractive complementary, or I'm sorry, subtractive primary colors, your red, blue, yellow, rather than cyan, magenta, and, and yellow as your, your positive primaries. But with your subtractive primaries, you would use red to contrast the green and make less green light apparent. And so you can tell that like with this, with white lighting, that's what you do. But this artist has taken it even further because it's not white lighting, it's like an orange lighting. So they have to figure out how different areas have that orange lighting interpreted on different parts of the body. Mm -hmm. And then potentially other light sources that are, are bouncing off that no longer have that orange light to them anymore. Yep. So it's, it's amazing how well they understand color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always something that I've struggled with uh, coloring. I usually stick with a uh, line art, yeah. especially with my sketches. It's just the colors. Just yeah, it's. I need to practice more with that. But to be honest, sometimes people have to rely on color. I've seen a lot of artists that don't have any confidence in their line art, and so mm -hmm. they have to push ahead. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Maybe this isn't true, but maybe it is. Maybe this is artist is the same way because as we looked by zooming in, mm -hmm. they don't have clean line art it's, nope. and they don't have in the last picture there was like this like blur of like what is line art and what is shading mm -hmm. and they added in some like shaded line art to fudge in the style but in this one as you zoom in there's no sense of realism to the line art mm -hmm. like the thumb has like two lines that actually make like what the shape of the thumb is yeah. it's fine when it's zoomed out but it, it shows that there wasn't a clean um like the clean direction set out until they started coloring mm -hmm. it's it's the color and color work that they've done that polished this and made it real um yeah but before a, that it wasn't there's some artists that uh they play to their strengths i guess yeah so they know how to get around those those problems that they have with like line art like you said yeah or whatever they're not best at and that's the that's the important part uh you know there's no such thing as talent mm -hmm. that's just like there but there is things that your brain comprehends better mm -hmm. and those are your strengths and yeah you can start making yourself more versed and well-rounded by practicing things that you're not so good at and i recommend that mm -hmm. but if you look at the things you're good at and keep pushing those you know that at least helps you really master something and i think it's important to to focus on that and then mm -hmm in the background try making yourself more rounded um but yeah so whatever you're good at push it yeah so uh want to move on to the last one yeah let's let's get to the the last cherry on this pie all right oh uh, okay decided it's not hentai unless there's no tentacles so yeah yeah you've this got artist, to have tentacle i was gonna porn. use a different one but i'm like eh. and let's get some uh, tentacles in here yeah um but yeah this well, thing about this artist, they have some stuff that I'm not particularly a fan of, but I like the ones that I 
do like. He's drawn very well. I like how he draws the the female characters, like the eyes, just the kind of like squishiness to mm-hmm. it. That's what he he's really good at. And then also like the liquids, I guess. Which yeah, is very drippy art. Very drippy. Yeah. Um, what's the artist's name? Uh, typo. Typo. Yeah. Is there a Oh, just typo. Name, name is typo, yeah. Um, they got a little thing down here. Yeah. yeah. Capital T-Y-P-O. So we'll find their social media. I'll, I'll be in the description. Yeah, we'll put it all there. Uh, but yeah, this one is... Uh, lighting's a little bit more darker, but mm-hmm. a little bit more neon-y colors. And... Yeah, you've got bright colors while a dark environment. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely more animated style. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, like uh, the skin isn't fully rendered in shading. Mm-hmm. You you've got more staged lighting, more cell shading, going more cell yeah. shading. Yeah, except the highlights. The highlights kind of do gradients, while the mm-hmm. the shading for the most part is cell shading, flat yeah, shading, um, which I think is good because like flat cell shading helps it keep that cartoon style. To whereas mm-hmm. gradient lighting doesn't lose it, but mm-hmm. does kind of help make things feel a little bit more natural without losing the this is anime yeah. kind of style to it i will say the this one she is consenting i've saw this is like a series of images oh okay where, you know there's earlier ones where she's kind of into it i think it's just getting kind of intense right now yeah i've but, noticed uh, yeah uh, so it's I, like i said he has stuff that i'm not a fan of there i saw some rapey-ish some rape tentacles yeah yeah and some of his other work so i just kind of like skip past those i mean if you're into yeah. rape tentacles yeah mm-hmm. as long as you're not like actually getting tentacles to rape real women uh, for you the, don't do that yeah, yeah. when yeah. that operation uh, becomes a, a reality <laughs> yeah once you <laughs> surgically get a million tentacles added to you make uh-huh. sure in real life you're using consent mm-hmm. but um i think it's interesting that um what, what's the wording for it Cons- consent Tool consensual? Or, no, no, not not consensual. There's they've mixed tentacle and consensual. Oh, con, contentual. Yeah, something Content, like that. It's contentical. Yeah, like, yeah. I've seen it pop up on 4chan and some other places. But they're like, hey, what if um, women are like consensually giving like to tentacle monsters <laughs> and like this image, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and I I just think that it's it's fascinating how that's like starting to come up more mm-hmm. that like some people just want still that good tentacle porn yeah but of women being into it i think tentacle porn is interesting in the fact that it's all stemmed from censorship in the first place mm. oh i think i've seen something about that uh it was actually anthony bourdain he went to japan in one of his shows and he met the artist that made the first like really porn like hentai thing back in like i think the 70s or something like that and he actually got to see the paper that it was drawn on like the <gasps> the, the history of tentacles yeah. the actual real life uh drawings the first ones yeah and uh huh. you know talked about like they kind of discussed like the censorship and everything and uh he, originally they were supposed to have like penises on the end of the tentacles but it's like we can't do that so make them you know octopus tentacles Hmm. and that's how that see my understanding i thought it was just that like in japanese um culture you had a like black bar Mm -hmm. sensor and so they're like instead of black bars what if we just make those bars tentacles Mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, I, we'll oh, have to do okay, a special. Was, yeah. yeah, we'll have to do a special like nympho history. Yeah, um, and like yeah, go into like the history of different fetishes, and of course, mm-hmm. w- you know, um, part of the reason I want to do this podcast is to like make this less of a taboo subject, because mm-hmm. like you know, most I mean, people can't admit that they like hentai. Yeah, um, which is weird because like I'm not into hentai for like sexual. Like it, it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. for me. But I'm weird. But <laughs> uh, most people like don't want to admit to it. Doesn't no. But like most people. Uh, even people that are like, yeah, I watch porn. Oh. Or it's like, do you watch anime porn? They're like, no. <laughs> and they're like, oh yes, ton. Yeah. Um, they don't admit to it. And so um, I want to bring it a little bit more out in mm. the open. And we're kind of getting that. Yeah. Ahago Faces is kind of like... Um, mainstream. Yeah. yeah, mainstream with uh, quote-unquote th- e-girls. Yeah, but I feel that's... Because how many of those e-girls are actually into that? Exactly. I thing. think it's becoming almost a cultural thing of itself like um an ironic thing mm-hmm. you know like they're they're using ahago ironically or like they're just making ahago faces or how many of them are actually really into anime yeah because it's not even that they're into the erotic stuff it's like do you actually like yeah. attack on time it's like no shit's for losers well, well yeah because <laughs> like, they, they could just be milking people for money yeah that's another you thing because that's i've i've seen that with the what's her face selling her water oh bella uh, <laughs> her water, her uh, bath water. Her bath water. She just sells her water just from her body. I don't know. She she might be into it all. We can't question yeah, it. But I think as far as Ahego faces mm-hmm. go, um, I think a lot of it is becoming like its own trend yeah. and not necessarily. I think it's like lost some of its tie to hentai mm-hmm. as far as like internet culture goes. Um, I um, was talking to Aurora who guest hosted on, like, the episode before last. I can't remember if this came up during... No, this wasn't the episode, but she was telling me how um, someone was wearing an Ahago sweater. This I've, guy wore yeah, Ahago sweater. sweaters, yeah. And, like, he he's not into hentai. Uh-huh. He, he doesn't watch it at all, and he would have met it, but he wore it in a place that was not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, just thinking it's a sweater. And he's like, yeah. these are all over the place. And it's like... It, do you know where it comes from? And yeah. like, pe- people don't know where Ahego comes from sometimes. Wow. And like, for it's... other people, it's easy enough to connect. Like, that's an anime character with a lewd face. Mm-hmm. It's from anime porn. Yeah. But other people just haven't made that connection, mm-hmm. but like, still see it. And it's really strange. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's the thing that's like coming into like American culture. It's yeah. Getting, well, it's, well, anime's been around since, I think uh, it really hit like in the 80s. Like yeah. late '80s when uh, Akira, Akira, I really saw solidified it in America. Mm-hmm. And then the '90s is when it started to get more and more. Popular. Yeah, the '90s was when children's anime came over, and that's what was able to make it take off. Yeah, because children were taking it more in, mm-hmm. and then. Towards the late '90s, I think is when more adult stuff, adult stuff kind of brought like it Adult in. Swim started showing, mm-hmm. like uh, Cabo Bebop, uh, in- Inuyasha, Evangelion, yeah, uh, even um, Lane, like we talked about earlier. Yeah, I think was it? I'm not sure. Uh, that might have been a different uh, channel. I saw a post that it they showed Lane on like PBS. Huh. I was like, what? They're showing. <laughs> yeah, every channel's experiment. Yeah, some a some bit. places. Uh, yeah. So we have the late '90s, then 2000s is just yeah. Now it's everybody, just yeah. Naruto, um, uh, Bleach, 
you know, you ask someone, oh, do you like Ant-Man? They go, no. And they're like, oh, but I liked Howl's Moving Castle. Or like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, I, I watched Soul Eater on or, Netflix. Yeah, even the yeah. Uh, uh, um, Ghibli ones. Like, people watch them. They don't even know those are anime. Like, oh, I yeah. like that. It's a good uh, cartoon. Like, it's anime. It's anime. Like, Totoro, Which, I didn't know it was a... Uh, when I was younger, it was an anime. Yeah. Because the animation was so much more fluid. It looked like mm -hmm. a Disney movie. I mean... But, you know. It's a little tricky, because, like, what is anime? Because, mm -hmm. you know, there, there's obviously this, like, Japanese-influenced style. Mm -hmm. But to the Japanese, anime is just animation. So mm -hmm. it's, like, something that, like, Roger Rabbit is anime to them, mm -hmm. you know? And so... When it comes over to like America, we we classify something as anime because it has a style that's influenced mm -hmm. by that. And so when you have things that um, kind of blend what that is, like uh, Studio Ghibli, sometimes you kind of lose like what's anime or not. But mm -hmm. I, I feel like a lot of the stuff that is very like anime, like specific, like very influenced, like you just look at it and you're like, that's anime. Like mm -hmm. something about how our culture is, like looks at it and points it as anime. But that's becoming more common. Like you don't have to be this like super anime fan to watch something. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that there's not as much of this cultural like separation. Like mm -hmm. you could talk to somebody and they're not into it at all, but they're like, oh, I've watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And you can have a little conversation about that. Mm -hmm. And then you go, have you seen Neon Genesis? And they go, I have no clue what words you're saying. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And that's fine. Some people are like trying to separate that. They're like, you you have to watch it all if you're into anime. It's like, no, dude. Yeah. Everyone can be into different stuff and dabble. It's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, like, well, if it's somebody that's kind of getting new in anime, I would suggest certain shows. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, uh, me, I'm trying to stop uh, watching so many, like, serious yeah. series just because, yeah, I, I watched Evangelion when I was in high school and, like, it fucked me up. Yeah, that, that one, it's got a lot. It's on Netflix uh, now, and it's going to fuck up another generation. Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix along with two of the movies. Mm -hmm. And if you start doing more digging, uh, you find some dark stuff. Like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, there's 37 Neon Genesis timelines. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> three main timelines. No, that's the main, like, consensus going around. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the main timelines and canons involves like some video games, which mm. shows Shindy, Shin, Shinji having to dress up like his mother in a maid costume and take pictures of him in a wig to make it look like his dead mom. Uh, so there's some weird stuff in that series. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just remember when I watched them, like all these people need like therapy. Yeah, every character, like even like the kind of like um side characters like those three uh people that work at nerve yeah that girl and those two guys like even them they seem like everyone's kind of depressed in some way yeah there, there's all like uh <coughs> the, sh the main series really has a lot going on in the background that I never touches on mm -hmm. like one of those three nerve employees that you're talking about the one with the glasses is in like love with miss misato yeah yeah you know and like that's never touched on until like he thinks he's about to die mm -hmm. he's just like as long as I'm with you, I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah. where did that come from? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a quiet love. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got like a little crush on her. But he's, yeah. you know, he's not going to admit it. Um, so anime like that might be kind of hard to ingest for some people. Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, uh, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, go watch Seven Deadly Sins. That's mm -hmm. cute it's, and it's fun, easy, yeah. you know. It's not a master of storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, or uh, The Devil Becomes a Part-Timer. 
I, I haven't seen that one. Ooh, I've heard so of good. it though. I thought it was gonna get serious at some points, but it. Yeah. And I, I stopped watching. Oh, it's gonna get the serious point now. But then it keeps coming back down to just like humor. Yeah. Humor and humor. Another yeah. interesting thing is like sometimes anime can be really good while being bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like um, Devil Man Cry Baby by Netflix. Like oh, it's really good, but also it's not good because they like rushed the story too fast uh-huh. and at, po- at some points you're like this is like you didn't get us attached to uh-huh. this and now you're trying to make it emotional mm-hmm. uh, i started watching that i stopped yeah it's it's very hit or miss with certain mm-hmm. things and some anime is um but if you just want a good anime mm-hmm. which we're like speaking to the choir i don't think we have any listeners who don't watch anime mm-hmm. um but like i don't watch a lot of anime to be honest i just watched one Piece and Jojo, the yeah. two best animes. I started watching Jojo, but there's another, there's two series or just one whole series? Because uh, the one that I'm watching is like the, it goes all the way from like the first Jojo from when he fights the, that kid who like moves in with him. Yeah, Dio. Yeah, that's the one to be watching. Okay. There, they, uh, and then it's like the grandson and yeah so there's different parts to jojo part mm-hmm. one part two and so on and part three i guess had a very strong like influence in japanese culture so it got animated as its own thing i think mid 90s okay. and i guess is awful oh, okay. <laughs> um and then they started all the way from part one and they're going through that now and i think they're on part Five. Mm-hmm. And p- certain parts are multiple seasons, from my understanding. Like, some parts are way longer than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one... So, the one you're watching. It gets really good, really wild. Mm-hmm. You're like, why is that stand called Red Hot Chili Peppers? And the answer is, <laughs> no reason. Yeah. Or, like, sometimes they can't legally have the rights to name it the same, like, thing because of copyrights between Japan and America. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... Um, weird translation of stand names even though they have nothing to do with the character mm-hmm. it's buck wild jojo's an experience yeah so, um let's get back to yeah, our let's porn get back though to the porn. <laughs> we've we've kind of gotten on a little tangent of yeah. like nerding out about anime about not porn <laughs> about not porn that's yeah. not what people are here for they're yeah. here for the tentacles and the goo and mm-hmm. the boobs and mm-hmm. all that stuff and the shading and uh you know line <laughs> yeah We've got a, a girl here. She's got bright pink hair. She's got dark purplish blue tentacles going over her. But the mm-hmm. one going in her pussy is a little bit more unique. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same color as her hair. Yeah. It's uh, really grounding the composition of this piece. You've got the, brown, mm-hmm. or the bright pink tentacle down going in her pussy and her bright pink hair up at the top right. And as you start to look, you see these like eyes all over. Um, in the back. Just yeah. Like- just watching what's going down. Some Full Metal Alchemist style eyes, yeah. like just disembodied, connected to these tentacles. Yeah, it's uh, a lot going on. There's a lot of groping, a lot of, you know, especially with the breasts. You can see how they're. Her breasts aren't that big, but you can see that, you know, the tentacles are kind of, you know, putting a little strain on them, but not yeah. too much. You know? it, it's, uh, it's showing more dynamic fluidy fat on smaller breasts mm-hmm. to emphasize them which isn't something that's explored a lot in anime mm-hmm. well they're usually hentai. like overly big but these it, they it seems like more realistic body yeah a lot of times when you have smaller breasts like this it's like its own fetish thing and mm-hmm. it, they're not like made to look big but this is like taking smaller ones and making them look bigger through the act of like tentacle groping mm-hmm. um 
And I think like if you're a fan of small breasts, but like wants to see more done with them, this definitely pushes it in a way that a lot of hentai doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like you were saying earlier with like the highlights, they have kind of like a gradient near like the ends. Yeah. You know, like they're kind of cut off too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're like sharp on the sides, but mm-hmm. they kind of end in a gradient. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit more than cell shaded, but mm-hmm. not so much that loses that style. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of complementing the shape because you see how like every tentacle's slightly different shape, but you see that the highlight is following mm-hmm. like the anatomy the of however the tentacle looks because, you know, they're very, you know, morph. Yeah, the, Morphe, you know they can. They're not rigid tentacles. Yeah, they they're invertebrates. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something I'm noticing, and and you have to start looking close, but there is soft shading. Look mm-hmm. at how this tentacle wraps over the arm. If you notice here, this shadow under the tentacle goes from like a hard cell shaded sort of thing, and then becomes a like just soft gradient shadow. And what I'm noticing is these gradient shadows are kind of more off to the side. Uh, Mm -hmm. See, it's like a little bit darker all around here Mm -hmm. than right there. And I feel like it's getting more cell shaded as it gets closer to the center of the image where it's brighter Mm -hmm. than towards the ends. Mm. Um, Yeah, yeah. it's giving, or I think there's like a vignetting. Yeah, a little bit of that where it's like, a, um, or even like fade. some blur too, yeah. because well, that's part of that, isn't yeah. it? Vignetting usually has a darkness and a blur around it. Um, if you're curious what we're saying, that's basically that Instagram filter that makes things yeah. old timey. Is just mm-hmm. a darkness around the edge while giving a little bit of blur, like a degrading of the photo camera. Yeah. I don't know where the term comes. Yeah, from. Yeah, I think it's just the back in the day the. The grains could only be picked up more through the center. Yeah. Whereas, like, the edge. That's where it's the sharpest. Because it was a piece of paper and it's just splat right in the center. Yeah. And, you know. It depends on, on the method, but yeah, mm-hmm. so so it, it starts to fade out. Uh, yeah, this one, uh, well, not too much. Like, I remember it, I said earlier that they would have, like, more redness in, like, certain areas. There's not that much here yeah this one's keeping a little bit more simplified yeah um, like there's some blush on her face yeah and uh like her nipples too more uh, reddish pinkish mm-hmm. uh then you know around her vagina and it's got some redness yeah some redness but not so much like on her thighs or her like other parts of her breast besides her uh her nipples yeah because... you don't like the top isn't having that blush or anything mm-hmm. so uh, yeah you kept it simple and like concise yeah, it's grounding it more to, it's more detailed than you would see in an animation, mm-hmm. but it's more reminiscent of an animation style. Yeah. It, it helps you ground it to an anime. So if like, uh, is this original character, do you know? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, she's got pink hair, blue eyes, and that's she's, all you can really yeah, see. Um, got some braids. Oh like yeah, wrapping some braids around her, around her, her ponytails. Her, yeah, yeah. So some unique hair, but mm-hmm. um, you know, this is definitely not like a mainstream like character that mm-hmm. like everyone knows about. Yeah, uh, might even be an original. I'm not sure. Yeah, but it definitely like helps lend it to blur in with like anime. Like you could definitely see like in, watch an anime and then like look at this and this is just a higher detailed like new lewd shot. Yeah, of just it. like an illustration. Yeah. A single illustration. Uh, yeah, that's... It's, you can always tell, like, with some 
if it's a like like if it's a shot from a show yeah or if it's like a single picture just because the, de- the detail, the detail yeah. level yeah but he has a good way of still like making it feel grounded in there despite how much detail he has mm-hmm. uh something good about this is like you can tell the viscosity of the liquid yeah. and how sticky it is or isn't. How goopy um, it is. You can see that there's different kinds of liquids. Mm-hmm. Like the the bodily fluids mixed with the tentacle fluids, mm-hmm. you can tell it's more runny down here. And mm-hmm. that like at one point it kind of splashed around her vagina. Whereas yeah. in other parts you can tell it's just this like kind of mucus, drippy, but like also sticky sticky and like low viscosity mm-hmm. uh tentacle mucous membrane yeah secreting from the tentacles yeah uh and then like here you can tell like that's her sweat you mm-hmm. know just sweat there and t- on the other side of her face yeah you the can goo see has this like goo. thick whiteness to it mm-hmm. like uh like what's a thick whitey goo? what's a thick white gooey substance yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i can't think of any uh well mucusy i guess yeah. Um, oh, come. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why didn't we think about yeah. that? Um, but yeah, the way it like drips off the body and starts to pool, mm-hmm. it's like big enough that you can tell it has to build up enough weight to drop. Mm-hmm. It's it's thicker than water. Yeah, and, and when it's you see it, like the parts that are like the very end of the drip, very white. But then when it's like on the skin, it's kind of transparent. Yeah. But you get the like dark darker outlining to signify that there's a liquid there yeah whereas these highlights on like the breast the thigh like a complete white this liquid stuff is kind of like a off white grayish almost grayish yeah not not completely white but you know just under the same uh level of the highlights yeah so it's it's just different enough that you can tell that like it it's it's not white just out of reflection Mm -hmm. but like the substance has a whiteness to it that you can tell that you can only see as it pulls up it's a very transparent white liquid Mm -hmm. like come yeah basically (laughs) Um, i think that's what they were going for i think that's the synopsis yeah yeah Yeah, if you eat like a lot of pineapples (laughs) it might look like this no uh, i remember hearing something that like people's diet like whether your cum might taste yeah different it was a pineapple well it's everything like everything affects it but like stuff can make it taste bad and look different Mm -hmm. and like alcohol and smoking makes your cum bad Ah. (laughs) but like pineapples and other fruits and vegetables can make it sweet and better savory Um, so that's why mostly people want to blow vegetarians oh right. Uh, because like animal meat proteins can make it kind of icky um so yeah if uh you know you're getting a blowy in a couple of months it's um, some melon and uh strawberries it's some melons yeah. yeah actually i hear vegan farts are the worst oh well yeah if you're into that to a sexual capacity you're going no, to have to do general, some you know. some uh different research than uh than your your cum it, you yeah. have to figure out where the balance is you That's know true, yeah uh, i just thought i'd drop that just since we're talking about diet affecting di- diet affecting yeah. your output yeah all right, so uh, that was Typo. Uh, yep. Again, uh, there'll be links in the bottom. If whatever podcasting app you have doesn't support links, copy and paste the names. Mm-hmm. That works. Go to Nymphomercial social media, and there will be uh, a tweet or a post that links to stuff. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be hard. Support hentai artists by going to their original content and liking and retweeting oh. and stuff. 
support their Patreon. You know, I, I don't know if they have Patreons up and if these were exclusives. Oops. <laughs> so, sorry, but, you know, free uh, advertisement for these yeah, artists. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, this... Uh, I would have chosen... There's this other artist that I shared on the chat. The... Yeah. It, Robert um, Porter Roboto, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, uh, I would have used some of his stuff, but I know he has a Patreon. And some of his... Uh, or, I think, all of his erotic stuff. Is behind the Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, and he... I remember seeing a post from him. Uh, saying how it kind of affected his uh, livelihood because, you know, people weren't paying for weren't his going to the yeah. Patreon because they yeah. found it. And he's he's else. a working uh, illustrator in like in the industry. He's worked for Capcom. He's worked for a, uh, you know, other uh, game companies. You can tell he's an insanely good artist just mm-hmm. by the lips. Like if you just looked at a picture of lips he draws, mm-hmm. they're amazing. And like not just women's lips. He's able to give men like lips Mm -hmm. without it looking weird because some people can't draw like men with lips they have to like make it flat yeah but he can he's Mm -hmm. an insanely talented artist Mm. um but yeah yeah, so find his patreon yeah support support these artists because uh you know they're doing you a solid yeah supplying you with these uh erotic uh goodies you know, 4chan's great to to go find random art but as soon as you find one that just really gets you go support them yeah Find their Patreon if it's like two bucks, three bucks, you know. Yes, that's all. Some yeah. of these are just a dollar, you know. Yeah, true. And yeah, what are you gonna do with that dollar otherwise? Yeah, you're gonna spend it on like a Snickers. Or... <laughs> Not even that. Yeah. Snickers are more than a dollar typically. Oh really? Oh. It's like a dollar twenty-five for a candy bar now. Yeah. But for some dick candy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a dollar or so, and like you might think like, well, that's nothing. Well, yeah, to you, yeah. but to them, it starts yeah. stacking up. They get a hundred people paying mm-hmm. three dollars. That's three hundred bucks a month. Yeah, and you know who, uh, or you know, they get more money. They can focus more on art and make mm-hmm. more lewd stuff. More content, yeah. And uh, unlike the rest of terrible capitalism, a lot of time artists will make more content without raising their prices. You know, mm-hmm. it's just because they're getting more support. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, support Patreon artists because they need it. We need it. Yeah, eventually we we're gonna get to that. Yeah, do you want to make the announcement? Oh uh, well, yeah. Uh, Nymphomercial is going to get Patreon. Uh, we're in the middle of setting it up right now. And uh, Brian, what where are they gonna get if they go on Patreon for an uh, infomercial? Probably gonna get some uh, not safe for work content. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Well, I'll be doing some pinups stuff. Some pinups, um, but we're going to try to work with other artists to get some other like work of Nympho Chan too. So, yeah. all sorts of stuff of Nympho Chan. Um, you know, Nympho Chan's going to be on some merch too. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Brian's art will be on there, I'm sure. Uh, and it's not just like we take the same picture of Nympho Chan and slap it on everything. It's more curated. So yeah. it's like if it's a notebook, it's going to have an artwork that's kind of like related to like the notebook you mm-hmm. know think hello kitty but with tits yeah yeah <laughs> or um, she'll be uh, she'll be reading a book but yeah. it's actually hentai yeah so you know something um that's a little bit nicer than just bullshit slapping around yeah um but yeah so if you want to support us check out the the por- patreon as soon as it's up we'll, we'll do full announcements on social media mm-hmm. and just like with these artists it helps us support or your support Helps us make more content, make more loot art, but also make the podcast better. Um, and I mean, as amazing as it is right now, mm. today we had to record this on my phone because the microphone is over at Aaron's and Aaron is out of town. And so, yeah, it could 
the the whole production could benefit from another microphone. Yeah, definitely. Um, I brought one, but yeah, it's you, the wrong kind. Of... I I asked Brian to bring a microphone, and he brings like a karaoke one. And I should have known because you're also a musician. Yeah. Um. So like you got one like stage ready. Yeah, I was like, I got one. Like we need the um, USB. Is like it has a mic plug-in for like a speaker <laughs> um so to use it you and i will just have to go to open mic and just talk about porn there then right yeah yeah, yeah. So make the best it out could of be the a situation. stand-up routine people they'll be like oh they're joking it's like no we're not. no we're not <laughs> um see us after the show please we'll, yeah. we'll send you links <laughs> yeah. um but yeah thanks for listening everyone yep uh brian do you want to just plug your your social media one more time just here at the end yeah you can follow me on instagram at bm underscore fighty boy underscore art yeah and, and that's where i'll post instagram stuff in the i guess art related to mm-hmm. the infomercial and then they'll post exclusive stuff for the patreon yeah. it's coming up on the patreon also brian's a big part of our hentai group chat if you go to our instagram which is just at infomercial um on the profile there's a button to join that might not work just reply to it be like i want to be part of the group chat I'll throw you in there, and you can talk to me, Aaron, Brian, other people that like anime titties, and just, like, celebrate, share links and stuff, mm-hmm. share artwork. Um, Artists that you, yeah. you know, like. And one last thing. While we're at on art, uh, Nymphomercial is trying to make a new design featuring Badahago. You might have been seeing the, the hashtag oh, I've been yeah. putting out, Badahago. It doesn't matter how well you can draw it or not. Um, I'm just like making these Ahago faces that are very reminiscent of like the 90s how to draw funny faces books. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember those books. Yeah, those awful like expression books to mix and match. So if you want to submit some Badahago, just draw it, tag us, um, you know, let us know that we have the rights to use it because eventually what we want to do is take all these bad ahegos and put them as a collage for a new like shirt or poster design or mm-hmm. something and just really um, it's kind of like a satire of what Brian and I were talking about of how like ahego is yeah. almost becoming mainstream outside of hentai mm-hmm. and so we wanted to play off those like sweater designs of just like these bad styled ones so uh yeah, get some bad Ahago going. Yep. Get some good Ahago going. Mm-hmm. Get those good times. Join Brian and I in group chat mm-hmm. and support lewd artists. Yep. I think that's everything, right? Yep. Cool. Well, um, in that case, good luck on your erotic endeavors. Bye. like the react channel uh yeah i've seen of it i haven't watched much of they it they did an episode of elders react to Aiego. that's amazing and uh well they sh- first they showed like some of the uh the, the cosplayers doing it yeah and some of the people were like oh that's cute but then it kept going as like is this sexual <laughs> is this sexual <laughs> some of them were like oh okay and then some of them were all like yeah like those those elders some of them you knew you know, they, knew. They, they some knew of them have about. done it i'm oh, sure yeah. and got wild um, but yeah. Some of them are like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>